There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Get to both those stories here in a bit, but first, let's begin this hour's news with Chris Rock this morning. Yeah, he told his audience Sunday night in Phoenix that he actually turned down an offer to host the 2023 Oscars, which I totally believe that they asked him to do. Really? Yeah, he said it would be like going back to the scene of the crime. And then, oddly, he brought up O.J. Simpson as an example. He said that would be like Nicole Brown Simpson going back to the restaurant that she left that pair of sunglasses that night she was stabbed to death, which I feel I don't know that that's a great example. No. Same. I don't understand. Maybe he thought he was being funny. Not funny. Not very appropriate. Um, He also talked a little bit about how he refused an offer to be in a Super Bowl commercial as well. He didn't say what company it was for, but he turned it down. Hmm. All right. Well, full trailer for... Weird, the Al Yankovic story dropped yesterday, and it appears that the film slightly exaggerates Al's climb to the top. <laughs> like, where is this airing? Is this? Oh, it's on Roku. <laughs> I will tell you one thing about this whole situation, even though it's very odd, is that he, Daniel Radcliffe, looks incredible as weird al yankovic yeah so i gotta set the scene here um this this movie actually wildly exaggerates weird al's climb to the top because it actually it's actually a parody of rock music biopics and it includes scenes of al played by daniel radcliffe binging on drugs and alcohol and apparently having an affair with madonna and there's also a scene where Weird Al angrily puts out a cigarette on a guy's palm. And none of this stuff actually happened that we know of. Mm-hmm. You know. But, I mean, all of his music is parodies. Right, which so, is why they're doing the movie in this Why fashion. wouldn't the movie be a parody, right? Yeah. So, Weird, the Al Yankovic story here, I'll play you a clip of the trailer. Make up new words to a song that already exists. I've got chills. Do I know you? Madonna, I was wondering if you were going to do a parody of my song, Like a Virgin. I'm curious, is that song autobiographical? Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've had a lot of sex. 
I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No offense. <laughs> I kind of want to watch this. I think it's going to be like a train wreck. You're going to get 15 minutes in and then be like, I can't watch this anymore. What is happening? It's called Weird. The Al Yankovic story drops on the Roku channel on November 4th. Could be entertaining. A lot of of names you'd recognize in that. I saw a video, too, speaking of Madonna over the weekend, where she put on like this pink wig, this bright pink wig and these fishnet hose. And she locked herself in the bathroom at her house and did her own photo shoot. And then she put up all the pictures of her just looking very out there. She's taking some pointers from the she, Britney Spears IG. Yes, I, I don't know, man. But she, Madonna, I don't even remember how old she is. She's got to be 50-something, right? So she's she looks like she's had a lot more plastic surgery recently. Coming up, legendary comedy feuds and why Netflix is getting sued. My house has a new glow. I love my wind. It's Tim, and if you're like me, you want to savor all of the seasons. When you replace your outdated windows with new ones from Universal Windows Direct, they're going to open smoothly to enjoy those summer breezes and lock and close perfectly to keep that cold air in on a hot, humid day. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Yeah, I'd like an avocado egg whites on sprouted grain bagel, lightly toasted and with bacon, but without spinach, a large unsweetened iced tea, light ice, and just a splash of lemon, and one of those chocolate muffies. And can I get the muffy heated up? Your order is very complicated. What? Our menu. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It was already too big for practical purposes. Yeah, but I... This is an automated drive-thru. Well, I'm gonna... Keep it simple. Stupid. Stupid. Please pull forward so our robot can come out and zap you with a taser for being yeah, did you hear Panera is testing artificial intelligence in its drive through lanes? No. Yeah. That's going to be weird. Maybe just handing the stuff out the window, but I definitely want somebody putting my order together. Do you want a large coffee? Yes. I did not understand. Yeah. How many creams? No cream. Four two, creams. Two creams. <laughs> This is going to be great. It's the truth, though. You know that's exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it is 639 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Rain and storms to start, then drier and more comfortable. I think most of that stuff has moved on out of here. We'll see a comfortable high of 84 today. Right now, it's 70 at Q102. Amy Schumer, she is kicking off a stand-up tour on this Friday, but she said she's really not looking forward to it. 
And the reason is because she hates leaving her three-year-old son at home. And I will tell you, every mom can relate to this. When you go to leave the house and your kid starts crying and they're throwing a big fit and you just feel like a horrible parent. And that's kind of what she told the New Yorker. She said, you know, I'm anticipating how awful it's going to be to tell him goodbye. When you hear them cry and they reach for you and you just want to throw up. She said she's going to miss 65 nights of putting him to bed. And then she goes... What's that worth? Am I crazy for doing this? And then, of course, she's like, well, you know, it is for $10 million. So Mm. she even tries to cancel the tour sometimes so she can get out of it. That's tough, though. That's a lot of money to walk away from. And she's probably under contractual obligations. Oh, yeah. Plus, I'm sure she's got I mean, she has a really good husband at home and she probably has some help. And, you know, the baby probably I mean, you, they miss you, but I think they find other things to do, too. And somebody's got to put the kid through college. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, you know, comedy is supposed to make us laugh, uh, but it can sting, too, obviously, sometimes, like it did in these legendary comedy feuds. Um, who was it that put this together? Cracked.com came up with this great list of legendary comedy feuds and it's times that you know comedy folk kind of turned on their own Mm -hmm. like one example is uh when south park did an entire episode about how the jokes on family guy were just randomly strung together pop culture references that could be constructed by a group of manatees in a tank like it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't really flattering Mm -mm. a few weeks from now Family Guy will be off the air forever. You should like that show. Your sense of humor is just like Family Guy. Don't you ever, ever compare me to Family Guy. You hear me, Kyle? Compare me to Family Guy again, and so help me, I will kill you where you stand. Do you have any idea what it's like? Everywhere I go. Hey, Cartman, you must like Family Guy, right? Hey, your sense of humor reminds me of Family Guy, Cartman. I am nothing like Family Guy. When I make jokes, they are inherent to a story. Deep, situational, and emotional jokes based on what is relevant and has a point. Not just one random interchangeable joke after another. (laughs) So, Seth MacFarlane shot back that he didn't think his staff had enough spare time to do an entire episode about South Park. Yeah, we're too busy over here, buddy. Sorry. We're we're too busy being successful. (laughs) Uh, there was a legendary comedy feud between Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien. Do you remember this? Not real. I never really liked Conan, so I didn't follow much that he had going on. So Jay Leno decided he wanted to leave The Tonight Show. Okay. So NBC decides to move Conan O'Brien, who had the hour after him, bump him up and give him The Tonight Show which he had for like a hot minute until mm-hmm. Jay Leno decided he wanted to come back, which NBC was like, okay. So he came out of retirement to take over the same time slot. As I recall it. Oh. And uh, so their fight over The Tonight Show ended with Conan leaving after only seven months as host. Uh, he later said, quote, I just want to say to the kids out there watching, you can do anything you want in life unless Jay Leno wants it too. <laughs> that's pretty good uh who else came swinging after him uh oh jimmy kimmel went after him hard oh after leno that's right i do remember that yeah Yeah. uh there's a big feud there was a big feud between david cross versus larry the cable guy cross blasted larry for delivering the lowest form of comedy 
And Larry countered that David takes himself too seriously and overanalyzes comedy. And then David just destroyed Larry in an essay titled An Open Letter to Larry the Cable Guy, which you can find out there online if you want to read in depth. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. This is a legendary comedy feud. Uh, Will Ferrell and writer-director Adam McKay, as you know, struck comedy gold so many times with Step Brothers, Elf, Talladega Nights, Anchorman, uh, Funny or Die. But they had a big... I mean, decades of working together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, but they, they fell out when... Adam McKay did the series Showtime and gave the part of Lakers owner Jerry Buss to John C. Riley instead of Will. Mm-hmm. I guess he took that really personally. Shake and bake. Yeah, no longer. Yeah. Yeah, but they still aren't friends. They still are not friends. Nope. Uh, and then this is a legendary, this is a legendary celebrity feud. I remember this. Eddie Murphy versus Bill Cosby. When Eddie Murphy was coming up in the business, uh, Bill Cosby actually called him to complain about Eddie Murphy's foul language in his stand-up routines, which have you ever seen like Eddie Murphy Raw or any of those? You know, he would go there. I mean, some of them could be pretty... There's a lot of language. There's in a it. lot of language. But he was yeah. kind of known for that, it felt like. Yeah, and uh, and Eddie even did a whole bit about it in his concert movie, Raw. Uh, But I guess he had the last laugh when he accepted his Mark Twain Prize for American Humor in 2015. He said, uh, did y'all make Bill give his back? Mm. Yeah. Do you watch the Bill Cosby show? I do too. I love Bill Cosby's show. I've been a, a big fan of Bill Cosby all my life. Never met the man before, but he called me up about a year ago and chastised me on the phone for being too dirty on stage. And it was real weird because I had never met him. And when Bill Cosby chastised you, you forget you grown. You feel like one of the Cosby kids. And I ran in the house all excited to talk to Bill and picked up the telephone and Bill got raw on me. I was like, hello, Mr. Cosby. And you hear, I would like to talk to you. <laughs> about some of the things that you do in your show. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Yep. Trouble there. Yeah, it was pretty funny. All right, well, there's some trouble brewing at Netflix, too. This was a show that I watched, Inventing Anna. Tim, I think you watched it, too, right? I did. Chris really got into it. I couldn't watch it for very long periods of time because of the... Because of the accent. The accent. And I know she sounded exactly (laughs) like this woman, but I'm just telling you, I wouldn't want to be around that woman in real life. Yeah, so here's the deal. Rachel Williams, who is a friend of Anna Sorkin in the show, Inventing Anna. She was played by Katie Lowe's, and she is not a fan of how she was portrayed in this show like in this series okay so if you watch the show Rachel is the friend that kind of she worked at the magazine she's the one of the ones that end up kind of like telling everything about Anna she's also saying that she's portrayed as greedy snobbish disloyal dishonest cowardly manipulative manipulative I can't ever say that word opportunistic and she said she doesn't really like the way that they make her look she also said that Netflix on purpose uses her real name to kind of show that this is how she was living her life. And she's saying that it's totally false and that they have she has no idea where they came up with all of these stories. Hmm. <laughs> 
You know what's crazy, though, is that the show, when you watch it, when it first comes on, it says something to the effect of, like, this story is totally true, except for all the parts that are made up. So that's how they start the whole mm-hmm. show. It comes on and it's like inventing Anna. This story is totally true, except for all the parts that are made up. So it's like they kind of come out and say, it's kind of like it's totally fabricated. Law and order ripped from the headlines, but dramatized. Yes, very much. I think this girl is every version of what they said she is in this show. And that's why she's so upset by the fact mm-hmm. that they portrayed her exactly how she is. Yep. Well, good luck proving it in court. Yeah. Uh, DJ is leaving the Connors. The actor who plays DJ, Michael Fishman, will not return for season five of the Connors, which premieres on ABC September 21st. Uh, Michael Fishman issued a statement saying what an honor it's been to play DJ on Roseanne and the Connors. And uh, he said he's got a number of projects that he's pitching as a writer. Um, He is negotiating his next directing opportunities Looking forward to possibly showing his range as an actor. Um, I can tell you that Michael has already directed several episodes of The Connors, so the guy's got experience Mm -hmm. and solid skills. Um, But evidently, uh, it sounds like he was let go. He said, when I was told that I would not be returning for season five, Lanford was a valuable place to grow up, learn, and develop. Is anyone else really surprised that that show's on for five seasons? Like, I haven't remember, watched the second of it. I came out it, when when it first came out, and Roseanne was back before you know she got fired. I watched a little bit of it, but then stopped because it wasn't really catching me at all. Well, it's hanging in there, and uh, you know, it sounds like I mean. A lot of credit has to go to the writers for keeping it alive that long after Roseanne Barr yeah. left. If it's been able to, if it's managed to hang in there five seasons after her. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, even though Michael Fishman says uh, that or made it sound like he was let go, People Magazine claims that the door is open for him to return. Hmm. So they may not have like fired him. They may have just said, look, we don't really have a place for you in season five. So we can't guarantee you like a full-time contract here but if you want to come make a guest appearance stop by there will be guest appearance opportunities and if this thing keeps going another season or two which who knows we could possibly see how it goes yeah so it's not goodbye forever but we just don't have anything for you in season five sorry buddy yeah see you later yeah i got one more quick thing jeff serena williams she's playing in the u.s open she won her match last night but the neat thing about this is is that she has created a custom outfit to wear including diamond encrusted nikes so next time you see her up there, look for her. It looked like everyone showed up for her match last night. There were tons of celebrities, like former President Bill Clinton was there. And a lot of people are speculating that they're going to keep showing up because every match could be her last match. Yeah, I mean, you you got to hear the cheers. Oh, it's amazing. The U.S. Open. Dan Williams. Two sets to love. 6 a dance and a smile at the end, and we'll see the twirl now. No swan song this evening in Arthur Ashe Stadium. 
I mean, even though she won, it, it sounds like she just won the whole championship, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. She plays again tomorrow. Her opponent didn't even get applause. Yeah. Even when she served an ace or won a game, it was totally Serena's crowd. That's like when she played here. Remember when she played in the Western and Southern Open and her opponent beat her and yeah. her opponent was like more excited that Serena was there? Right. So fun. Anything else? Nope. All right, we'll leave it there for now. That's your latest D News. We have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of weekend passes to the Cincinnati Tattoo Arts Convention going on this weekend at the Duke Energy Center. 300 of the world's best tattoo artists are coming to Cincinnati to tattoo you. So you can get your tickets now at villainarts.com or... Hang on a bit. We'll get them to you for free with another round for Faker for Real. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.